Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. This is Marsha Nelson with The New Feminine Wealth. I'm so happy that you're joining today for my show. I have a repeat guest back by popular demand, Jen August. She was here with us two weeks ago, and she is a hypnotist with an extensive background working with women, and she's especially effective working with women around their issues about money. And how many women do you know who have no issues about money? <laughs> Nobody comes to mind for me. So this is so um, uh, so pa- such a powerful subject. The New Feminine Wealth radio show is all about helping women transform our limitations around money our unease around money. Even when we have a lot of money, we often still feel uncomfortable about it. And there's a million reasons why. It might be that we don't know what to do with it, or we were raised to think that money was bad, or that we would be judged, or maybe we've even lost some friendships over it. On the other hand, there's also a feeling of, gosh, you know, I could... I have it now, but I could lose it at any time. So it's hard to have a real feeling of trust, ease, and joy around money. I want to emphasize that word joy because most of us are not brought up to think of money as a joyful thing. Mm-hmm. If we're too happy about money, we might seem greedy. If we get too happy about money other people are going to judge us even more. There's all kinds of of concerns and um, hesitations that we have about being joyful and at ease in our relationship with money. So Jen August is going to help us with that. And I want to really emphasize, today we're really going to talk about um, women becoming comfortable having money. There are all kinds of shows and books and so on, uh, classes and so on about how to uh, be more positive if you don't have money or how to earn more money or how to change those circumstances. I think one big piece that's missing is we're simply not taught how to be at ease and joyful with money. So this show today is very much about that. It benefits women who already have money, and it benefits women who need a new mindset for the, on their path to uh, becoming affluent to the degree that their heart and their soul really has intended for them. Jen August, welcome back, and I'm so glad you're with me again today. Yeah, so great to be here. So great to be here. Such an important topic. You know, I got a lot of feedback last time um, that what you were talking about was spot on for people. Mm. And just let's do it. What I'd like to do is, is start out introducing 
the topic a little bit more and then introducing you a little bit more because you're going to be a recurring guest. You're going to be coming back uh, next month. And um, it's important, I think, that we get to what is the heart of this work for you. So to start, just a brief recap of our last conversation, and listeners can definitely go to the replay of that show, and the replay of this show will be there too uh, very soon, and that's at uh, sylviaglobal.com, and just look for uh, my picture on the homepage and the new Feminine Wealth. Um, you, you, You started out really talking to us about this event that happens, which you called the original heartbreak. Tell us briefly mm-hmm. what's around money. <clears throat> so um, basically, um, as children, um, you know, when you see a, a little kid that is before they have any programming happen to them, they're just joyful and they're the light of the world and the, everything belongs to them and everyone's their friend and, you know, it's, it's, a, it's, a, 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 it's, it's the natural joy that each of us have that we never really lose, but often we get it covered up with programming. So the original heartbreak is a moment, whether it was something that was just a a subtle, you know, something that happened or whether it was abuse or whether it was just a situation or something they saw, um, that you get the message that it's not safe to be who you are. And, um, And that what happens when we get that imprint is there is a part of us that kind of becomes our inner critic and make sure that we don't do or say or uh, the things that we did that created that original heartbreak or that moment. So it's kind of a negative self-judgment system. Um, and the, what, what money, you know, money is um, it's a form of receiving. And I say there's no such thing as money problems. There's only receiving problems. Now, when people are able to receive money, the next step is, you know, there, there's um, there's no problem with having money except for our belief around what that means. So when I talk about um, creating a new relationship with money, the first thing I ask people to do is take a look at what money equals right now in their lives. You know, so um, for a woman who has a lot of wealth, there could be, and, and look at the negative aspects. So money equals what? Does that mean that she's lost friends? Does that mean that... Um, people don't take her problem seriously because she has money. Like, what does money equal that isn't currently comfortable? And then creating the new vision for what they want money to equal so that they could be peaceful, joyful, and enjoy the abundance that they manifested. You know, this is profound in that most people don't even think that money is about receiving. Mm. It's about doing, it's sometimes about scrambling, it's sometimes about creating a real imbalance in your life, go, 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 or it's about making sure that you let people know that you're doing good things with it, that you're Mm -hmm. generous, and so on. And I almost never hear anybody talk about, oh, yeah, well, Money is really about receiving, and and there's a way of having money that is about be, just being a being a good receiver, being in a re, in a very at ease, calm, slightly joyful, receptive state, which is mm-hmm. the 
the ideal state for receiving love as well. Right. These are profound receiving states that in our culture we have not been taught to cultivate, but I think they that profound receiving state is one of the most powerful assets we can have. Absolutely, and it's it's a very natural uh, feminine energy to receive. Um, but oftentimes, uh, growing up, we might have experiences where, um, and there's two things that happen. Either people are, um, you know, they they over-received or they got overwhelmed by someone or they felt overpowered by someone's energy or they didn't receive enough. And you could really see the way someone uh, is with their money based on what kind of um, experiences they had growing up. Um, you know, it, it, so it, for example, if someone maybe had an overpowering parent um, and an overwhelming you know, or, or something very overwhelming that came at them and uh, they don't feel like receiving is safe. Um, and if you, you had someone who was neglected and had a lot of rejection, um, then they're always chasing after money. And so these these are... This is what happens when people are trying to get money, but this also shows up when people have money. So so that same paradigm of feeling overwhelmed by the money, someone that has a lot of money might find money not to be a joyful thing. It might feel overpowering. It might feel like the attention they get from it is too much. And then on the other hand, um, they might feel like um, they're even though they have a lot of money, they're always kind of chasing it or they never feel like it's enough. So they're either feeling overpowered or rejected, and that's the subconscious constructs that happen in as you're growing up. You're, and sometimes you might have a parent or a situation where you feel overpowered and rejected, and so you can flip back and forth. So for someone who doesn't have money, they're either chasing money or they're they're afraid that if money comes in, they're going to be overpowered. And if you already have money, you're you're feeling or you're afraid the money is going to take over your life or you never feel like you have enough or it's not set up in the right way. So either way, there's kind of a, an angst created about money, um, which is not a present-time relationship with money. Um, and so what I help people with is creating that present-time relationship with money, that money equals what? What do you want it to equal? How do you want it to feel? How do you want money in your life in a way that actually brings you joy and helps you receive it um, in a way that that benefits who you are, your mission, your happiness. You are knocking my socks off here because I noticed this in our last conversation on air. You say some of the most profound things just very quickly and matter-of-factly, and I'm going, what, 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 what? <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so I want to... Uh, Go just back over this one more time, in so we can all so we can sink in because it's one thing to understand mentally, and what makes the difference in our lives is when it can really sink in, right? Because um, you you just brought up a, a concept that had never occurred to me before about money, that mm-hmm. if if our if we have a have a parent that's overpowering to us, um, then it's not safe to receive. Right. And then we have trouble, obviously, not just not only receiving receiving love or emotional intimacy, maybe, but receiving money, receiving in a, in a meaningful way, including yes. money. Right. And right. On the other hand, and and some of us have one parent who is one way, and one parent who is the other. And you've mentioned that even this one parent can be both. But then the unavailable parents, 
Um, and it might be, I'm guessing it might be that they're not around much, um, or such as one parent who's working a lot and is hardly home, but it can also be a parent who's simply emotionally vacant or emotionally unavailable or hard to connect with. And in that exactly. case, if, yeah, it puts us in the position of instead of having trouble receiving, although I can see how that might still be the case, but because we don't have a lot of practice there, but it puts us in the position of chasing, whether it's chasing yes. a relationship or uh, chasing money. And in that case of the chasing, when you're chasing, there's never a feeling of, I've arrived, I'm here, and I can receive. Therefore, there's that feeling that even if we achieve our goals, we are able to earn all the money that we have set our sights on, and or we have inherited money or in some ways received it, any, any way received it, we then can't be comfortable, don't feel secure. Like there's always right. that fear, well, I could lose it. And I have, right. to, have to hold on or, ha- or have to be just internally vigilant, which is a draining state. Right, and and the, part of the challenge in in this culture is that we um, we we treat money like it's the end all be all instead of it's just reflecting our in, internal state and our internal relationship with ourselves. Um, and and the reality of it is that that um, you know part of having a, a relationship with money is is creating a new present time relationship with money because. We all, you know, uh, have a relationship that we were shown or told or experienced that someone else was having with money, but we were part of it. We witnessed it. It was our parents, our family, or our culture, or whatever. But what I, what, what is is so vital is, is to to face money in present time and say to money, you know, um, I want to know who you are in present time in my life now as opposed to all the concepts and ideas, it's like um, facing money and saying, let's start again. Let's start from scratch, and I want to know who you are to me and who I am to you, because money is really the uh, an energy, and uh, it mirrors the way, like everything mirrors the way we treat ourselves or we were programmed to treat ourselves. And so... Um, you know, if we are struggling with money in any way, having a lot or not having enough, that means there's something in us that is struggling against ourselves. There's something in us that's not peaceful with ourselves. And so when I talk about creating a new money equals, um, and it might say, I want a present time relationship with money that feels good and positive and makes me excited to have money in my life. Because just like People and things we project onto them what they mean, um, and and with with wealthy women especially, there's a lot of attention on them about the money that they have and what it means. So I would say that if there's an uncomfortable feeling around the money that they have, most of it is um, family programming and what other people are are projecting onto them about money. And so the powerful step to take is how do I want money to be in my life? What do I want it to mean for me, no matter who's around me or not around me? And being able to create an ownership of um, how they want to have a relationship with money. Um, because that's when they can begin to really own it for themselves. And it's not about having or not having based on what other people see or don't see. It's like, what do I want it to mean to me? And what are the steps I need to take to create that relationship in present time? 
So we have a 